is actually just a partially digested chalupa. <laughs> and light my butt on fire? A, a much less clever curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> you taste Italian. I mean, I know that I know it's got that weird song about the horse on it, but come on, like uh, <laughs> I got your DNA now. Who's ready for sixty minutes of possible silence? I mean, that Nobody. sounds like a, a pretty good podcast, actually. You think so? I mean, we could do that. We could just release, you know, white noise, 60 minutes. But then I feel like Calm, the Calm app, has really got the uh, corner on that market. Yeah, the Calm. So I don't know how how much you've ever used the Calm app. Uh, fair amount, fair amount. Not for myself, mostly for my kid, but yeah. Right. So it has a variety of different background sounds, right? Yes. But... There's like four of them that just are not a background sound. <laughs> what are they? Well, it's, you know, it's supposed to be like, you know, you're outside in a meadow or something. But like, it's it's no real sound. Oh, It's right. just there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you have the rain. The rain makes sound. There's yeah. one that's space. Oh, there's, I haven't explored these. There's a space one? I mean, it looks like it's supposed to be space. Okay. It sounds like it's supposed to be space. Yeah, but there's no sound in space. That's why it sounds like it's supposed to be space. So you don't hear anything? <laughs> it makes no sound. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That, 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 yeah. I guess that's for the hardcore meditators. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> I, want, I want to sit in complete silence. I want nothing. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Sometimes the white noise covers up the other sounds that might be distracting, you know, thereby... Well, you know. Yeah. I I mean not to get too into <laughs> into this um but in the meditation world, yeah. I I uh I appreciate noises because I can focus on different things in the noise. Right. Yeah. Right. That that uh helps with the the concentration. Sure. <laughs> Have you um have you kept up your meditating through the shutdown? Not as much as I need to. Yeah. But some, I have like the last few days I have. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I did a nice twenty minute one the other night. Yeah, you did. That's awesome. That's a long time. Yeah, that's that's a yeah, twenty is twenty is a chunk. Oh man. It's a I I don't know that I recommend that. <laughs> I mean, the experts probably recommend it, but I, I don't know that I do. <laughs> yeah. Did you start to freak out a little bit at some point? Like, when is this going to end? It, not freak out, but there is a point where you're just kind of like, boy, this is, uh, this is still going, isn't it? I've been doing this for a while. Uh, yeah. Am I relaxed yet? <laughs> I feel like I should be relaxed by now. That's when you know you're out of it completely. That's when you <laughs> have to refocus your mind. If you're asking yourself... The question, right? Uh, right. It, if you need reassurance that you're relaxed, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I haven't kept up with my meditation too good during during the pandemic. 
Um, I was going pretty. Not the perfect time to do it. No, it's not. You can't do anything else. Well, right. Yeah, true, (laughs) true. What Uh, else are you doing? I mean, to be fair, I always used to do it at work, and the relative quiet that there is at work compared to home, you know, is well, it's it's not even comparable. It's uh, it's a lot quieter at work. Well, here's here's what I'm going to recommend for you. Okay. Um, to get your meditation time in, I recommend you start having quote unquote irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and just just start locking yourself in the bathroom for like 30 minutes at a time. Eh, welcome to Sushi Jackknife, everybody. <laughs> hey. That sounds like Justin's a, bowels are irritable. Yeah, that sounds like a, a typical sushi jackknife conversation. Somehow we yeah. went from meditation to my asshole being on fire. Well, no, quote unquote oh, on fire. I don't really have it's it. Not, okay. It doesn't have to be on fire. Have you ever? I mean, if you want to go the extra mile <laughs> and light my butt on fire. Yeah, I mean, if you if you really want to. <laughs> Make it realistic. You can, I don't know, go do something. Go go eat a bunch of Popeyes or something. Oh, that would do it. And then, and then, uh, then you'll be in the bathroom for a that, while. That would irritate any bowel. Yeah. What <laughs> What I'm recommending is, um, well, I think most people call it lying. Um, okay. If you If you want to lie <laughs> and say, "Oh, I got the poops." Then you can lock yourself in the bathroom and meditate in peace because everyone's going to go. Oh, Justin's in there. Got he got the poops. We don't. We don't. We can't go in there right now. We're not going in there for our own safety. Yeah, it's it's going to be bad because I mean I don't know if you heard he got the poops. Our own got the poops real bad. Mental security. Yeah, he seems to get the poops every day for about twenty minutes, right around two. Roughly the same time. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's really bizarre. It's weird. He has explosive diarrhea, but it's incredibly regular. Yeah, and he comes out and he just looks so refreshed. I, I really, what is his secret? <laughs> it's a cleanse. It's a cleanse. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I have I, uh, had I have had friends that would recommend a eat shitty food as a cleanse, like eat enough bad food so that your your bowel gets really pissed off. <laughs> The Taco Bell cleanse? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that, the Taco Bell cleanse. I don't think that's how it's supposed to work. I mean... Uh, no, <laughs> I I would agree with that. Um, that seems like a bad way to do it. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> but, imagine that being the way to do it. I mean, I'm no, no nutritionist. <laughs> I don't know. I always think maybe, about... Maybe it's a great idea. Fast food. When I think about fast food, I think about, like... Just some part of it every time I eat it getting lodged somewhere inside me, you know? And uh, that sounds like science. Yeah. Growing a personality, becoming, you know, a, a world leader. <laughs> that's, that's how Trump got yeah. into power. Yeah. Turns out he just grew inside someone's, you know, lower bowel for about 30 years. Yeah. Yep. Donald Trump, I don't know if everyone knows this. Um, and we can start this as a another conspiracy theory if we need to. Oh, I like the idea. Um, is actually just a partially digested chalupa. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. 
That sounds yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Partially digested chalupa. Yeah, just halfway. Half, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why his skin is so bumpy and lumpy. That's why he looks the way he looks. Fried. He looks fried. Yeah. <laughs> he does look fried. If there's a human being who looks like the the epitome of a fried shell filled with <laughs> meat and cheese. Loose meat. Loose meat. <laughs> yeah. Lo- oh, very loose. <laughs> From questionable origins. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Chalupa That's... is one of the ones where they really, it's really a stretch. Because if you order a Chalupa at a real Mexican restaurant, or even like a not real, like a Tex-Mex Mexican restaurant or whatever... Yeah. Like that's not what it is. It's like a it's like flat. It's like a shell with like a bunch of lettuce. It's like an open face taco kind of situation. It has nothing to do with like this like doughy fried shell thing that they can Taco up Bell with. does what they want to do. I know. They are delicious. They don't, they don't have to follow anybody's rules. Is 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 Taco Bell all cultural appropriation then? Is that how that works? No, I don't think it's cultural appropriation at all because i don't think anyone would eat that and go oh this is mexican (laughs) (laughs) right too true too true no one no one is confusing that with actual mexican food (laughs) i love it i love it i don't know if it's a problem but i've been digging these little pork buns from trader joe's uh Trader Ming's, I guess it is. And uh, boy, boy, those are great. They're like little steamable things. I don't know what they are. They're magic. You know, Trader Joe's, they try too hard. You think so? Yeah, they try. They, You know, every other grocery store in the world has gone, hey, we need these things to be available for people. And Trader Joe's is like, hey, everyone really wants a frozen uh, tikka masala, right? <laughs> no, no one was asking for that. <laughs> I mean, I, I bet legitimate business people have had this conversation before, but they're sort of like the apple of grocery stores that you don't know you want it until it's there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, but do you only want it because they told you you want it? I mean, maybe. I also mm. just like... Because that's how buns. Apple is. Yeah, well, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Most people who own an Apple product... I'll, I'll give them the iPhone. We'll take the iPhone off the table. Okay. Most people who own an Apple computer, okay. we'll say that, Yeah. have legitimately no reason to own an Apple <laughs> computer. <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah. I, my, uh, yeah. My, my wife's grandmother... Uh, many moons ago, before she died, uh, had a new a newish computer. She bought a very nice Apple desktop. She played solitaire like that's what you did oh my with gosh. the computer. There's no reason. <laughs> no, like she. So she wasn't editing films or anything. <laughs> yeah, no. She she wasn't a documentarian. She wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't making dope beats on it. <laughs> Well, I mean, that might have been happening a little. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. Grandma's, I don't know what she did in her free time. Kansas grandma's making trap. She she was super into EDM. Oh, I like this <laughs> idea. That's great. 
She's otherwise a very conservative woman, but God, did she love her bass nectar. Oh, man. <laughs> when that bass dropped, she would lose it. Well, when, She'd go crazy. When it dropped, she would drop. Yeah, that's that's the danger of anyone <laughs> that age being into EDM. Yeah. Like, I mean, first off, you're going to mostly be performing for other people your age, most likely. Like, you're a little bit too old to go to the club, so you're probably performing at retirement homes. <laughs> they can't handle bass drops. This is a future, you know, you realize that when people our age are the elderly, right? Which, assuming we get there, assuming the world doesn't end. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're going to be, and it'll seem, it'll seem fine to us i guess right but you know to our children and children's children and etc you know the fact that we all have our antique like laptops and we're creating (laughs) (laughs) we're creating dance music in our assisted living facility (laughs) i'm telling you if i am in an assisted living facility yeah and they start making me listen to edm (laughs) i'm going to start looking into filing charges of elder abuse that's hilarious that's just that's not that's not called for no one needs that (laughs) i also just want to see what happens to everyone's tattoos as they get older I just, I, you know, <laughs> I have that thought. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, I mean, there's just in general, there are more tattoos now than there used to be on, you know, Americans, I guess. So when we're all aged, it's uh, that butterfly is going to turn into, I don't know, something else entirely. I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really interested to see the results of the face tattoos that people are getting. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I feel like that's going to be really interesting, uh, seeing all of these terrible rappers get older. Oh yeah, it's going to. I look mean, the really thing is, strange. yeah, none of them will be famous anymore, right. so I won't see them. That's true. But yeah, I'd like to see what Takashi Six Nine looks like when he's you know oh, seventy. Yeah, that guy. I remember talking about him. Oh he's, man, that would be. Really interesting. Very tatted up, and doesn't he have like rainbow hair or something as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He he looks like a lunatic, and he <laughs> is a lunatic. So I guess it all works out. How's his career going? I haven't heard about him lately. Uh, he, I believe he's out of prison. Oh, that's so good. That's good for him. That's good. <laughs> there, there was definitely this thing for a while, you know, even in the nineties, where you know. Um, uh, I only say rappers because I've, that's the stories that I remember, but it seems like rappers would go to jail and they would figure out how to keep recording albums from jail, like through the phone oh, yeah. or oh, something. Yeah. yeah. Which is incredible. Like what technology <laughs> to me? Like it's, I, I can't remember who it is, but there, I remember there was someone that was doing like 10 years or something. Yeah. And kept, popping up on people's albums. <laughs> <laughs> Do you drink? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, like you would listen to it and it's like, oh yeah, no, he's on the phone. Okay. <laughs> like you could tell, you could hear it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean it would it, be impossible. It was recorded over a phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a sound. It's a cool sound. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's always, uh, to the point now in productions, like pop productions, people, you know, call it like the telephone track. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's usually something, you know, they just thin it out a lot 
and yeah. usually put drop a bunch those of, highs, drop that bass. Yeah, put a bunch of effects on it, and there yeah. you go. Yeah, it's a. I, I'm trying to remember what the band. I'm saying band. I'm using band loosely. Um, sure. So, if you ever want to see or read about something interesting, uh, look up the. Uh, Nor I, I think it was Norwegian black metal. Maybe it was Swedish black metal. Anyway, that that scene in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stories involving murder. <laughs> yeah, I have heard about this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's there's one guy who got the maximum sentence in their prison, which is only twenty five years, I think. Wow. Um, but was somehow allowed to record and had like a whole. He has a whole discography of albums he put out while he was in prison. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. And not over the phone. Like, they did it legit no. somehow. Wow. No, he had, like, a terrible uh, microphone and stuff and recorded these weird lo-fi albums. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's, it's a very interesting scene to look into. The music, no thank you. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fascinating, <laughs> though. It's fascinating, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I wonder what cause such a level of intensity in people i mean you're talking about murders and stuff like what you know what i don't know it's i don't know enough well, it about was, it to have an intelligent conversation. they were they were very um anarchist and anti-religion yeah okay so yeah. there there was a lot of forming anarchist anti-religious groups that were doing things like torching old cathedrals and things uh, like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about some of that, right. Um, and and they, I mean, it's black metal, so they were really into death right? as just an aesthetic. <laughs> In general, yeah. It was, yeah. It's part of their, part of their deal, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, a lot of, lot of suicide, a lot of murder, a lot of weird stuff. Oh, man. Wow. That, that is something someone needs to turn into a TV show. Oh, yeah. That would be a great idea. That would, that would be a gritty show. That would be, yeah, like, a, like, a real, like one of these modern dramas, you know, that are really intense. Yeah. 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 The ones where there's no real hero yeah. anywhere in the, in the show. <laughs> Everyone on the show is a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. That, you just pick the person that you're like. I can deal with how bad they are. <laughs> right. That's really where we are these days. Honestly, like my God, there are so many shows like that where it's like none of these people are good. Like I don't root for any of them. Um, I mean, and I'm not arguing against that. I you know, there's a certain amount of like realism involved, I guess, because yeah. most most people aren't a hundred percent good and redeeming. I mean, there's only a few of us. <laughs> we're we're pretty far to everyone. Uh, pretty every, hard to come across. Everyone tolerates Nathan coming this fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they loved I, they loved I, Raymond. They hated Chris, and they tolerate you. <laughs> I don't feel like that would be a very good show. A show on my life would be just a lot of, hey, we should go do this. Eh. 
<laughs> that's where it starts and stops. It's just yeah, like, it's uh, it, I don't know. a lot of scenes that are like like curb your enthusiasm, but not funny. <laughs> just like ah, nah, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I want to. No. <laughs> <laughs> a, a much less clever curb your enthusiasm. Right? <laughs> so, so you know, I've been loving my uh, my Scottish sketch show that ran for a couple seasons. I think mm-hmm. I mentioned it a few times now. I've mentioned it to everyone I know, practically. Um, it seems to be a thing that's mostly for me, because I show it to people, and they're like, okay. <laughs> but it suits me, and it got me in the mood. It got me in the mood of thinking about like doing something like that. I don't know. Do you think that would ever be something we could do? Be Scottish? No, no, no. <laughs> like Do like sketches, that kind of thing. Not on the podcast, but like in a video I mean- format. Possibly, but I I don't know about being Scottish still. <laughs> you would never be interested in being Scottish? I'd have to get like a work visa at least or something. <laughs> it's a whole thing. There's probably a lot of paperwork. Yeah. Well, so I was really pleased recently because Ancestry.com updated their, um, updated their results or whatever to get more detail. And they updated. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Their tests got better, is what they said. They're, uh, you know, they can, I don't know, they can look deeper mm-hmm. into the data. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so it turns it turns out, I thought I was almost entirely English. And just a scotch uh, Scottish, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. that, that's basically my my ancestral makeup but then they updated and i have like 18 percent scottish <laughs> so that beats out the irish in me so there you go not the english i'm still predominantly predominantly from there but yeah well would you rather be irish or scottish though i don't really have a preference i i I'd take no either but one. you have to choose um you have to- you have an irish and a scottish guy yeah. That have walked into the basement, guns drawn. Wow. And they're they're both going to simultaneously shoot you if you don't pick which <laughs> of them you like better. And the other one's just gonna beat the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Um I guess I would I guess Irish is what I would say. I just you know, I, I they're on their own island. Um, yeah. They have their own kind of independent culture. I mean Scotland does too, but being attached to the same island as uh as england you know you know surely it's more difficult for them to be independent they're on the same chunk of land you know right right i i feel like scotland is is like the the english group that was like we're gonna be weird now (laughs) and they went off to their own part of the land (laughs) they just like traipsed up there and decided to to settle yeah Yeah. do their own thing and and the irish are like uh i'm not messing with any of them (laughs) well like they're they're different they're actually from i mean the scottish are too right and the and the irish they're not the same as as english right they're not I mean, technically. I mean, right? Like, they come from a different lineage, is what I'm saying. Really, how different are any of them? Well, how different are any of us, really? That, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, we all we're all came from Africa, so there you go. Yeah. I, I would like to know if anyone from Ancestry.com has just gotten 
like a 99 in one area. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's a mutt now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's not bad. No, it's no, good. No, it it's is fine. Good. It's good for the uh, genes. Yeah. It's, it's good for but, biodiversity or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, no one's like you, you see people that are like, I'm Irish. You're kind of Irish. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Unless you're from there, right? Like, yeah. what you really are. If you're from here and you're, you're, you know, some large percentage Irish, you're, you're, you're American. Yeah, no, that's. I'm Italian. You're Italianish. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you're a little bit. Yeah. Um, you're like you're fifty three percent. You're you're flavored. You taste Italian. <laughs> it's. It's like when you have orange-flavored beverage instead yeah. of orange juice. That's what you are. Right. You're right. Italian-flavored yeah. beverage. <laughs> and In a, case you were curious, that tastes like Axe body spray. <laughs> I'm a Scottish-flavored American, which I guess is... Uh, uh, I take it they eat a lot of sausage up there, so I smell like sausage. They really like sausage in that part of the world. Uh, and I like it, too. I love sausage. Ugh, I, delicious. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike sausage. I'm good with sausage. I just, <laughs> I, I find it strange the people who are like super into sausage. <laughs> okay, because it's just kind of like one of those foods. You know, it's there. It's um, it can be wonderful. I don't know what you mean. I uh, yeah, it can be fun. No, it can be great. Yeah, it can be pretty good. <laughs> You're just not gonna. You're not gonna come over. What is your? Um, what is your? Do you, have you ever? You've never done one of those. Oh no! Twenty three and Me ancestry things. Have I'm you? not gonna pay for that. I don't <laughs> care. It doesn't matter to me. Typical Nathan response. I guess. I guess the truth is right. It doesn't really say anything about you as a person. Is that what you're saying? It. It doesn't say anything about you as a person, and I. I just don't care. Okay. I mean, if I'm being, if I'm being completely honest, I don't care at all. Okay. Okay. Like, um, when we, when we had to do in, I think it was junior high, we had to talk about like where our family was from for some project. Yeah. I still don't know if I was right. (laughs) I didn't do that much research because I didn't care. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) I am currently here. I'm not there then so why why would i care i i mean i i can understand what you're saying i think uh well i think some of us are looking for something interesting you know uh, to tie into ourselves right i mean that's i'm i'm not i'm i'm definitely guilty of that i'm like well but what know. does it what does it provide you no i mean it, it's it's perception that's all it's not it it doesn't really make you a different person or anything, right? Does it make you feel better about yourself to know that you are something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I hmm. think there's something to that. Like, and you know, you often hear from um, African Americans, they're like, "Well, they can only trace their history back so far." Well, and that that right. I get. Yeah, I understand. Uh, in that situation wanting to wanting to know where you came from because you legitimately don't know or for you know yeah 200 years couldn't find out right yeah right it was it was just 
word of mouth, maybe you got some correct information from someone down the line. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, no, that's 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 a totally valid. So point. that that I get. Yeah, but I mean, I come from white people. And <laughs> it's somewhere in Europe. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's not anything to write home about, you know. <laughs> There certainly are a lot of us, let's just say. Yeah. The world well, and, is chock full of white people. <laughs> and it's I I think part of it too is anything in that in that area. I'm so far removed from it at this point. Yeah. That that's not to me that's not a cultural thing for me. Sure. Like if I if I found out I was 95% Irish. I'm not. Right. I'm pretty sure on that one. But if I found that out, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm Irish. Huh. Because, you know, I've, I've, I've been here. We've been here for generations upon generations. And the, the whole past you need to be concerned about is here. At this point. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, like the first couple generations of Americans... I mean, they would know where they came from because they probably immigrated from there or their, you know, parents or grandparents did directly, right? I mean, that's still true for depending on where you're coming from, you know, just not for the, just not for the the Caucasians among us. Most of us have been here for a while, right? Um, you know, uh, you know, long enough to wipe out the Native Americans and all that jazz. Uh, I, I guess, I guess the main thing here is as a white american yeah any cultural uh, relevance from you know my ancestry was wiped out long ago yeah yeah so it doesn't matter I, to I, me no, I, ta- I take your point <laughs> i take your point i'm I, not saying it's wrong it just doesn't matter to me yeah it's not for you you don't care yeah yeah no um you know now there, there's the flip side. I could become one of those crazy people who doesn't want to do it because I'm concerned that they're going to steal my DNA. Right, right. You know, as if you don't leave it lying around everywhere all the time. <laughs> I, I have a uh, a brother-in-law who expressed that point of view at one point, and I did everything I could to <laughs> not make this noise. Uh, did you? Uh, did you? <laughs> Explain to him that he's he's shedding like thousands of skin cells a second. I should have just stuck, <laughs> stuck my hand under his arm and went, I got your DNA now. <laughs> I got you. Guess who's getting cloned? <laughs> I got you, fucker. I, yeah, that's, that's something I'll never quite understand. Uh, yeah, they're going to put what, you in a database or something. I mean, they already, come on, come on. What are they going to do with it? Well, yeah. That's a good point. What are I mean, they going to do? If they clone another you, fine. I don't think there's some huge secret government agency that's out there to pin crimes on just random people. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that. No, You're not going to get framed for murder. They're great at pinning them on actual people. <laughs> Yeah, if they were going to frame anyone for murder, it would be a high-profile politician. Right. Anyone who has watched a dramatic television show knows that. (laughs) Coming this fall. (laughs) 
We made a clone of you. What, what do you think the odds are that Donald Trump has asked his advisors to look in, into oh. how they could get Joe Biden's DNA to frame <laughs> him from? I thought you were going to say looked into being cloned, but I'm sh- I, there's no doubt in my mind he's looked into that already. And they went, you're not human enough for yeah. that. <laughs> well, I mean, that is what Baron is, but yeah. <laughs> you, I, I, uh, you, you don't have enough DNA for us to handle that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Just no. a half-digested chalupa. <laughs> yeah, they do the cloning process, and that's what they get. And they're like, huh. It's even in the Taco Bell wrapper. What? No, <laughs> sir, stop eating new you. Wow. <laughs> Don't do that. You're, oh. uh, loose meat, loose meat. Oh, I think well, I, there went $500 million. <laughs> oh. uh, you might as well finish what the you that you dropped on the floor, sir. No, he's licking the sour cream off the wrapper. Oh, uh, Come on, you haven't done that, though? I've done that. I've done that hard, hard. You don't do it in front of people, though. Well, no, no, that's something you do in shame. Donald Trump would do it up <laughs> in front of his his uh, admirers. I, I I feel like they just rip the front of his clothing off, like periodically throughout the day, because he just gets shit all over himself. Like he he can't <laughs> help he can't eat without getting really really messy. It's He's just a, wearing a series of like fifteen tearaway yeah. suits. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that explains why he looks so bulky all the time. <laughs> uh, I mean, what? He weighs 220 pounds, right? Oh, uh, right. Yeah. That's that about what right. his physical said? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's the uh, vice president's job to just go around and pick them up so that he doesn't have any leavings. You know. I I would like to know what Mike Pence does during a day. Uh, not a lot. Can't be a lot, right? It's it's gotta be just like he goes to get a new Coke for Donald Trump. <laughs> Chops up his lines of of Adderall or whatever yeah. that he's about to snort. Like it's it's gotta be something like that, right? This would be this talking about sketches, this would be a good sketch, just a day in the life of Mike Pence. Oh man. <laughs> he just looks he spends he spends half his day just looking at the ceiling. Just thinking about how he got to where he is. He, he probably spends a lot of time just pensively staring out a window. Yes. Just just looking and going, I could be out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, the sun. I, I could be in the sun. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. I'll bring you the crayons. It's fine. He's so testy when he wakes up from his nap. And he, and he wakes up from his nap like eight times a day. That's so right, That's right. That's right. Old people nap a lot. He's very old. You got to do it. It's important. He, I don't know if you heard, Donald Trump is extremely old. I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah, he's very old. He, I mean, he, he's a little fragile. Like he's an old, fragile man. I just want this to be out there in the universe, hoping that he hears this. Yeah. Because I know it will kill him inside. <laughs> his, vir- his vir- what's that word? Virility? Virility? Vir- vir- I can't. Yes, that. That one? It's down. Yeah, it's not there. It's not. It's, 
He has it's a very lack, low. Lack of that, yes. Very low. What um what music thing did you want to talk to me about? Oh man. Uh I I feel like this is a thing that is going to drive you insane. Okay. Yay. So, <laughs> so uh you know how Rolling Stone magazine yes uh puts out their top 500 album list. Sure. Yeah. Of all time. Of all time, yeah. And periodically they update it. So a couple days they updated the top 500 yeah. album list again. I I want to go through these these top eh, top 10. Okay. Of and all time. All time. Of all time. Okay. Top 10 albums of all time. Okay. Um so number 1 and wait, wait we're starting at 1. We're we're going to start at 1. Okay. I'm starting at do you want me to start at ten? Would no. it make you feel better if I start at ten? I, I don't care. I was just I was just making sure I understood what no, was happening. No, we're gonna we're gonna start at ten. Hold okay. on. Start at ten. I was at I was at one, but now I have to go all the way down to ten. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is a cumbersome article to get all the way through. Did you I, read the whole thing? Oh no. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I like I immediately skipped to number one because I wanted to know what they said was number one. Well, of course. Um, and then started backtracking from there. And I got to like number 60 something and went, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've already, uh, lost me several times on this list. So why do I want to know what you think? Sure. Any further than this? Um, I will tell you the top rated hip hop album. Okay. On this list is, and I can't decide whether I have an issue with this or not, is The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Okay. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. Of all time, though? I mean... The best. No. It's the highest rate. No, I don't... No, I don't see that. It's, it's, a, it's up there. It's not the best, though. Yeah, no. I, I'm not saying anything bad about it. So that's number 10, is okay. The Miseducation, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Of Lauren Hill. Okay. Top 10 album of all time. Wow. I all right. I'm uh I'm already a little doubtful, Nathan. I uh that see this was my issue. Like I don't know that I would put it as top 10 hip hop no. album of all time. Right. Let alone top 10 album uh, regardless of genre of all time. I mean for me it would make it in the probably the top 100. I could see yeah, top that. Sure. Yeah. 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 No issue with that. No issue. Um, okay. Number nine. Blood on the tracks. Bob Dylan. Okay. That fair, one's fine. Fair enough. I got no issue with that. Yeah. Fair enough. It it is probably his best album. I like the album quite a bit. Number eight is Purple Rain. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No issue with that. Princess Purple Rain. Absolutely. Rumors is number seven. I mean, I am not a huge Fleetwood Mac person, but I get it. Okay. Yeah. Nevermind. Okay. Nevermind is number six. Nirvana is number six. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm not going to have a problem with that. <laughs> now, this is where I my I issue Nirvana. begins. Okay. All right. Top five. Number five. Abbey Road. Okay. 
And I will tell you, that's the highest rated Beatles album on this list. What? Really? Abbey Road. Okay, I love Abbey Road. Highest... Uh, okay, but but most... out of all the Beatles albums, I mean, it's not yeah. it's not the best Beatles album. I mean, everyone would always put Sgt. Pepper's above it. I feel like in a list like this, right? They, like, w- they wouldn't. Well, I guess they wouldn't. Sgt. But... Pepper's is. I think it's the third Beatles album on this list. Oh wow! What would you say is the best Beatles album? <sighs> See, I had this whole conversation when I was reading this list <laughs> because, I mean, the big three yeah. are Revolver, Rubber Soul, Sgt. Peppers. Yeah. I mean, I would put Abbey Road right up in there, too, though, honestly, for me. I, I don't put it in the same. It, it's, it's a step below. Okay. Nothing against Abbey Road. Abbey Road's not the White Album, which is a wildly overrated album. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, there are there are definitely songs that I love that are on the White Album, but as a whole, it's a really Ooh. it's a really weird record. It's yeah, it's not it's not great. It's very um, inconsistent. The White Album. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like you have to put Sgt. Pepper's as their highest one. I, I do too. If not, yeah. if not for music, for the cultural significance, exactly. Yeah. Um. But it's not. Okay. Oh, man. Number four. Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. No. No. It's no. number four. No. The fourth greatest album no. that's ever been produced I in any genre of music. I can't. You know, I, I'm going to be really honest here. Um, I like uh, I like plenty of Stevie Wonder songs. But I'm not, like, the biggest Stevie Wonder fan ever. I'm just not. No, me neither. And so, uh, I, and I have that record, and I've listened to that record, and I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that as the fourth greatest album of all time. Of all time, I, I don't get that. No. Number three, Joni Mitchell, Blue. What really? Yeah, number three. I mean, I've heard the that record. Third greatest album of all time. I've heard that record, but I don't remember that record. I'm sure it's great. But the no, third greatest well, album of all time? It's the third greatest of all time. I don't if know you've that. heard it, you know that. <laughs> okay, what's two? Pet Sounds. Okay, Pet Sounds I'm good with. Okay. Yeah. Which, uh, I, I, I think Pet Sounds is a great album. Pet Sounds is un, undeniably great. However, <laughs> I also don't know that Pet Sounds would go in my list above Sgt. Pepper's because they're tied together. They're neck and neck. Yeah. They're like, like Sgt. Pepper's was the response to pet sounds. Right, right, right. I mean, you do one and then you do the other. I don't care which one comes before, you know, like, but they're, yeah, they're neck and neck. All right. So here's number one. And I'm going to preface this by saying, I love this album. Okay. I think it's a great album. Okay. I do not think it is the greatest album of all time. <laughs> okay. I think it is a great album. Okay. I have listened to it many times. Okay. Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. The best album of all time? All time. No, it is a great album, but no. <laughs> no. It's it's a phenomenal album. I I have listened to it front to back. Yeah. And I 
have any songs on it. I skip nothing. Best album of all time, though. Come wow, on, that's yeah, that's a hey, stretch, man. That's a stretch. I don't know. I, I maybe we're showing our like Anglocentrism here. I don't know, but I because <laughs> we were I, we were fine with Pet Sounds and we were fine with uh, we we're kind of fine with Abbey Road. I was fine with Abbey Road. No, I'm not fine with Abbey Road. <laughs> well, and I I mean I always have an issue every time they update this list anyway because. Yeah. And you know I like the Beatles, and I like Bob Dylan. Yeah. They like the Beatles and Bob Dylan way more than anyone should like them. <laughs> yeah. It's their I, favorite thing ever, yeah. Yeah, like, Bob Dylan, every single time, has like five or six in the top 100. Sure. Like, come on, come on. I, there's a lot of really good Bob Dylan albums. Yeah. Six of the top 100 albums That's ever, I, I don't think so. That's no. a ton <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I I mean, I love I love what's going on. It's a great record. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it's the greatest album ever made. I I just don't see that. I don't. I don't see the justification on any part of it. Uh, like everything about the album is really good and really solid. Yeah, and it's relevant and all that. Every you know, it's. But that's that's kind of where it stops is it's everything is really good. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. And, and, and it, I don't know it. Hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'm, I'm, I, I have to say, I am glad they didn't put a Led Zeppelin record. <laughs> no, I didn't see Led Zeppelin anywhere no. in oh. the, the like 60, whatever I made it through. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I I have a feeling that uh, it's number one because Rolling Stone writers are mostly white dudes. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, we should put Marvin Gaye at number one. Yeah. Well, um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Trying to overcompensate. I don't. Uh, yeah. For the I, times I think, that we're in, you mean as well, like that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean Thriller. Okay, so Thriller clocks in at twelve. I mean, I would take Thriller over what's going on. I I I also would put Thriller above. Yeah. I again, if for no other reason than cultural significance, I'd put Thriller in the top ten. I mean, it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's let's scroll through this. Uh, Exile on Main Street is fourteen. Yeah, I mean that's going to be there. Public Enemies at 15. Public Enemy, uh, what, Fear of a Black Planet or something? Or uh, it Takes a Nation oh, of Millions. Oh, It Takes a Nation, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, London Calling at 16. Oh, see, I love London Calling. I'd have to All right. that higher. Uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy at 17. Okay, sure. Uh, I think that's, that's a fairly, maybe high, but it's not that terrible of a rating for that album no i mean it's a really new i mean part of it too you want to pick older albums because they've stood the test of time like yeah you know that 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 record is still you know still within the cultural consciousness right now right uh this one's this one surprised me just because i don't expect any credit on this for some reason it always surprises me when anyone gives him credit yeah uh kendrick lamar to Pimp a Butterfly was 19. 
Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, sure. It's shocking to me that they got it. They put him up above Born to Run. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, it it it, it is inherently difficult to do. A, a list like this is almost by design stupid. It, yeah, it's stupid. Because, it's a stupid. I mean, you could do it. Sergeant Pepper's, by the way, is twenty four. I finally found it. I forgot where it was at. Oh, twenty four. That's pretty low. That's really low. <laughs> I mean, I know that. I know it's got that weird song about the horse on it, but come on, like uh, <laughs> a day in the life, dude. Come on, a day in the life. Uh, that's that's one of the most fantastic recordings ever made, in my opinion. And in case you were curious, the White Album, yeah, twenty nine, twenty nine. I could go yeah. lower on the White Album. Oh, way lower, <laughs> way lower. That's yeah. over Miles Davis, uh, kind of blue. Oh, now see, that would have to be in that's my top stupid. ten. Kind that's of stupid. Kind, yeah, kind of blue would be in my top ten, definitely. Uh, thriller would be in my top ten. Kind of blue would be my top ten. I'm I'm great with with pet sounds. Never mind. Um, even though I you know I love Never Mind. I'm I'm more of a fan of some of their other stuff. I don't I don't think it's a top ten. No, nothing against them. I don't think it's a top ten album. D- yeah, I, I mean, uh, top twenty it have it would have to be for me. Um, I love. I could see- I could see top 20. Top, top 20. 10. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if I were making this list, I'd have like 490 albums and then just 10 blank spots because <laughs> I couldn't ever figure out who to put in the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just would keep going. I don't know. I don't think that's top 10. I don't know what the greatest album ever made was. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, not that anyone's asking me anyway, but if I had to speculate. No, I'm asking you. What is it? <laughs> What do I think the best record ever made was? Yeah, of all time. Of all time? Yeah, and we're going to hold you to it. If you say the wrong one, okay. everyone's going to be upset. I would put Pet Sounds at two, uh-huh. number two, and I would put, uh, it's going to be a Beatles record. Um, I mean, this is not going to make you happy. Uh, I might put Abbey Road at number one. That's silly. You're being silly. I might. Uh, um, and then, but Sgt. Pepper's would be in the top five. Absolutely. For me. Well, now you're sounding like you write for Rolling Stone. Well, I do. Ten you years have, ago. <laughs> you have two Beatles albums in the top five. That's too much. That's not too much. It's the Beatles. That's my argument. It's the that, Beatles. That would be what the Rolling Stone writers would say. How do you feel about Taylor Swift being at 99 with Red? I don't feel good about it. Uh, no. I don't feel good about it. Who was 500, just out of curiosity? Can you get to it quick enough? Uh, let's see. Because I would love to be in that spot. I'd love to just be among. <laughs> just, just creep in. <laughs> yeah, that would be fine with me. Like, the 500th best album ever made totally works for me. Uh, 500 was Arcade Fire. Okay, which one? Neon Funeral. Bible? Funeral. Oh, Funeral. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Sure. Their records uh, never blow my socks off. I like their records, but they never blow me away. They're, they're overrated. Yeah, I would say they are. Uh, I would they, agree with you. They, uh, especially at some point when they started getting big, Yeah, they turned into that, that pretentious indie band. <laughs> yeah. You know, the one. There's oh, yeah. always the one pretentious indie band that For you're sure. like, ugh. 
they did that and I was out. <laughs> Where did they um did you did Paul Simon's Graceland end up fairly reasonably high? I always thought that's a great record. <laughs> I, I always like. I I didn't see it in the top fifty. We'll say that. Oh, come on, Graceland! Come on, great record, great record, amazing record. Um, I mean, there's so much that I would want in there that I know would never make a Rolling Stone list. Like, I don't know, like Kraftwerk or something. Like, I'm sure they're on there somewhere. But probably higher for me. I, they've got to be on there because 486 is John Mayer, <laughs> and there's no reason that <laughs> <laughs> John Mayer makes the list and they don't. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, one 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 changed music forever. The other, <laughs> the other one plays okay guitar. <laughs> He's pretty good. <laughs> uh, what about Radiohead records? I mean, I would expect those to. Be- oh, there's a lot of Radiohead. Yeah. Yeah, they they had two. I don't, I don't remember the exact placement. Kid A, I think, was in the top thirty. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah, um, I, I would I would say OK Computer could make the top ten for me. Um, I love OK Computer. I mean, I love Kid A almost more, but I know I just know that OK Computer is probably a more significant record. I think they had Kid A above OK Computer. I mean, I like it better. I think it's a. I do think it's a better album. Uh, not by much. I mean, it's it's we're splitting hairs, but um, I love. Yeah, I love Kid A. I'd put Kid A up there. It's really if if you ever want to uh, have a lot of time going, huh? I forgot that album existed. <laughs> uh, going to the the bottom and starting from 500 is really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. I bet. I mean, I'd love I to know. see how this compares to like Pitchfork's list, for example. Oh, oh no. You know? <laughs> oh, pitchfork. A Pitchfork top 500 list. <sighs> Man, it's going to be a bunch of indie bands you've never heard of and are borderline unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a bunch of them and Bon Iver. Like he, he, he somehow has 20 albums on the list, even though he's only put out three. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds yeah. about right. I used they to, they I start mean, throwing in live bootleg recordings of bon people Iver. like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that one just had something special. I um, Oh, I got one. I know it probably not for the Rolling Stone crowd so much, but uh, Neutral Milk Hotel in the airplane over the sea. Super, oh, I'm sure that's on here somewhere. Super high for me. That's a great, great record. Love that record. That's gotta be John Mayer's on here. I have to stress that. <laughs> that has to be on here somewhere. Uh, that, that to me is one of the best records ever made. I, 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 it probably wouldn't make the top 10. It would probably be like top 15 though, for me somewhere. If I was making my own list, right? Yeah, Jen and I did this one time coming back from uh, vacation, like like last time we went on vacation last year, I guess. Um, and that was a really that was a time filler. It was a really interesting conversation. We broke it down by albums, we broke it down by artists, and we broke it down. I think we went broke it down by songs, even so, which is almost impossible to do. It's almost impossible to to do songs. Uh, Neutral Milk Hotel got in somewhere between 400 and 300. I just can't find oh, the <laughs> come on. It's better than that. Come on. So good. Such a great record. 
Well, it has to be next to Leonard Skinner, right? Oh, no. Is it really? <laughs> no, it's probably higher than them. Uh, I'm sure they're on there. I have but, a, yeah. <laughs> no, they, I just saw them. Oh, they are. They're on there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they have to be. There we go. They're 376. Leonard Skinner or Neutral Milk Hotel? Neutral Milk Hotel. Uh, okay. And the airplane over the sea. It should be higher than that, in my opinion. It's right below Dookie. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, I like Dookie a lot. I love Dookie. But those just don't compare in my mind. One spot below Dookie. Wow. wow. Three spots below Isaac Hayes' hot buttered soul. That's a good record. That, yeah. That doesn't have any significance to what I'm saying. I just have always thought that was a hilarious name for an it album. It really is. It really is a great name for an album. Hot buttered soul. Ooh, it's hot buttered soul. I've uh, I've been having a reappraisal of um, one of the later Outcast records this this week. Um, Which one? Well, Speaker Box, Love Below. Uh huh. Um, I you know I I've always liked Outcast. Um, yeah. Great, great, great group. Um, super talented. Uh, always different, right? Always doing their own thing. Um, I had Stankonia growing up. Love that record. Um, and I've heard, I've probably heard all of them at some point, but I just remember not being hit by Speakerbox Love Below, like didn't hit mm-hmm. me. But then I was, I mean, I mostly listened to the Love Below part. Um, I was hit by a lot of those songs like Spread, um, Valentine's the, Day. It, it's interesting that you have brought this up. Okay. Because yeah. I was just talking about this two days ago. No. Uh, lecturing my wife on how great that album is. Oh. The, specifically the Love Below side. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, and this is the argument I will always make. That is a 100% genreless album. That, you know what? <laughs> it's half of it. You're, no genre. <laughs> you're, you're, so, you're so right. You're so, it encompasses so many things. It's, most of it is closer to acid jazz than anything else. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really that's true, man. That's true. I heard a great interview too. Um, Rick Rubin and Malcolm Gladwell are doing. I know that's a setup for a joke, but um, <laughs> Rick Rubin and Malcolm Gladwell are doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, doesn't that sound like a joke? Yeah, um, it's called Broken Record, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, I don't think Malcolm Gladwell is always on it. The ones I've listened to have mostly been Rick Rubin talking to artists, and he he did an interview with with Andre Three Thousand like. I want to say it was a few months ago, and uh, I just listened to it, and it was so good. He, first of all, he's such a sensitive and smart uh, and thoughtful guy. Andre. He is, and uh, but I but you could really tell that he is at a place at the moment where he's struggling creatively, and yeah. uh, you know he just doesn't feel like he's there right now, and. Uh, you, know, you think about someone like Rick Rubin, like that's been the story of his career is taking people who were in a weird place. Um, oh yeah, and making amazing records with them. You know, Johnny Cash. It's it's Tom one Knight. of the main reasons Johnny Cash is still super relevant. Yeah, in culture. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So it was cool to to listen to them and and in a really great conversation just about like the creative process and. Um, how to stay in touch with, um, with yourself, you know, when you're trying to make things, it was, it was really good. Uh, that, 
that is an album I would like to hear. I would like to hear Rick Rubin work with Andre 3000 and just let him do whatever weird thing he wants to do. Anything. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Because it's going to be weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. Um, He was talking about that song Prototype, which is on Love Below. Um, Mm -hmm. And he wrote that, he said, originally he had imagined like Janet Jackson or someone like that singing that song. And then as he worked on it, he was like, no, I've got, I've got to sing this. I have to do it. Um, but that's just cool. It's cool to think about someone like that thinking of writing for someone else, you know? And yeah. uh, Yeah. Do you have a favorite track on love below? I don't know that I have a favorite. I don't know. It kind of, it's kind of, I like Valentine's day a lot. Yeah, I do too. It's a great track. I like spread a lot too. (laughs) Yeah. I, I was just, when I was talking about it, was marveling at the fact. Think, and just think about this with this album. Yeah. The two most radio-friendly songs they could come up with from that half of that album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were, were Hey Ya. Yeah. Which, when you think about it, is a weird song. Oh, yeah. It's kind of weird. It's weird. It's like a retro pop tune, kind of. It's, and yeah. and Roses. Yeah. The, those are yeah. the only two that they're like, yeah, that, that'll play on the radio. Yeah. Everything else is just two. <laughs> yeah. And Roses literally has poo, 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 poo as the refrain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, those were the radio friendly, and it was very successful. Yeah. But the... Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not you're not going to put Valentine's Day or no. Dracula's Wedding or yeah, Dracula's <laughs> Wedding, right, right, right. That's not going to be on the radio. No, uh, Ro- yeah, Roses. That song, I have to admit that that song kind of turned me off when I heard it on the radio because I just don't like talking about poop and <laughs> any song. That's probably partly why I avoided the record. I was like, I don't want to listen to songs about poo poo. I don't. I I don't like it. <laughs> I just feel bad for anyone named Caroline. Oh yeah, Caroline. Because there, there are so many people that were named Caroline before that song came out. Yeah, yeah. And then the song came out, and now everyone, at some point in their life, is going to just sing Caroline at them. Yeah, Caroline, just like that. Yeah. And it's not a, it's not a flattering song to you if no, you're Caroline. It's really it's not. very insulting. <laughs> Oh, hilarious that's so good that's so good um all right so homework for next podcast yes uh, i need you to create your list of top 500 albums of all time oh jesus okay complete with three paragraph uh <laughs> snippets about each album sounds good you're gonna do it too right yeah okay yeah okay all right yeah sure why not? We'll get right on that. <laughs> Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Also a good album. Or whatever.